hope that you can contain your excitement. Nick and Tim are back again. They're a nightmare. We think that you'll agree. These two are chatty park tales. Woo! Every day they're out there talking park tales. Woo! Nick is scared of all the dark rides park tales. When you think these two are through, they keep talking. Their dysfunction never fails. That's for certain. Nick is a diva. Tim looks like Buddha. Park tales, woo. Every episode they're talking park tales, woo. Tim owns all the art from Disney park tales. Disney so enchanting. Universal's kind of frightening. What you do is listening to some park tales. This is the Park Tales Podcast, part of the Your Story Media Network. Broadcasting from Tim's underground art bunker. Here are your hosts, Nick and Tim. Well, well, welcome back to another episode of the Park Tales Podcast with Nick and Tim. The only podcast out there, our format has no format. We thank everybody for coming back. You're brave souls. We're downloading yet another episode, so thank you very much. Hopefully you've had a chance to check out our Facebook page as well. Actually, our Facebook group called Park Tales. Go ahead and check them out. And today we're going to be bringing you some newsworthy related items as Tim and I dish it back and forth. Get a little good conversation going on. Most definitely. So I'm going to go ahead and go first. So, ladies first. <laughs> oh, ouch. Burn. All right. I'm already burned. Ding, ding. Number one. All right. Here we go. Walt Disney Studios, Tim, once again, has delayed the release of the live action film Mulan. Not once, not twice, but now three times to July 24th because of COVID. The actors haven't been able to get back together and, you know, do their thing when they're doing their acting and stuff like that you know going at it with one another one another and, and so they're cutting that close then i guess if they're still not done filming <laughs> right? right or I'm, is this all about promotion i don't know i don't know where they're at in filming but they but they pushed it back disney has pushed it back yet oh, again that's not surprising july 24th go see it well here's the deal though i mean i got one better than that amc theaters isn't playing any movies until at least July 30th, because they postponed Milan. Oh, yeah, my theater right down the street starting their movies on July 10th. Yeah, well, you know, AMC Theaters came out and said, no movies for you. I thought AMC Theaters was going out of business. Are they? Yeah. Well, that's news to me. I hadn't oh. heard that. Well, you heard it here first if they do. 
state of Florida, governor says they are suspending alcohol across the state, so no alcohol to be sold in the state of Florida. Right now is a perfect time to set up shop right there on the Florida Georgia line, by the way. You know, eliminated stands. You know, like eliminated stand, right? <laughs> right. As they cross as they cross into Georgia going north, you have your alcohol stand, right? You can even make <laughs> But here's the problem. No, you can't drink and drive. It's terrible. You got me there. But you know, don't they have a lemonade drink, Mike's Hard Lemonade or something like that? You can well, even sure. call it a lemonade stand. So, Nick's Lemonade. Nick's Lemonade. There you go. Right now is the time to open up your own liquor store in Georgia, right there on the Florida Georgia line, buddy. So, the reason, I think the rationale behind this, well, first off, I thought alcohol killed COVID, right? That's what we heard from the very beginning was alcohol kills COVID. Yeah, Lysol, toilet paper, everything. Everything kills it. Liquor. Right. Now you can't consume it. And I don't know, my own opinion, do you think it's because the governor wants to reduce the amount of young individuals in their early 20s going out and partying and kind of spreading the, the sickness? So my thought would be, and I'm not a drinker, but you see people who drink, and then you see same people who are doing stupid things, and they lose their inhibitions. So maybe they're saying, you know what, let's not get everybody together and drink, where now they're hanging on each other, and they're getting all sloppy. And We don't drink, but we do some pretty stupid things. We do, but I don't like you touching me. <laughs> you, know? uh, you never told me. Well, I don't want to be rude. <laughs> so, so there you go. one up to you. Wow. I got a bigger story for you, Mm -hmm. and it involves a 259,000-pound animal animatronic. Once again, Joe Rohde has had to answer about the Yeti, because the Yeti's broken. It's been broken for years. It's been broken for years, but everybody wants it to be fixed. It's been out of order for like 13 years. So now it's just disco Yeti. Right. You know, people are asking, how are you going to fix it? When are you going to fix it? With all these delays, with the parks down... Why didn't you guys go in and fix the Yeti? Right. And he's like, well, it's not really messed up. It's it's broke. And we just can't get in there and fix it. So if we go in there and we try and fix it, then there could be other problems. Doesn't make sense to me. Well, everybody's begging for it. I got a bigger story for you. So how long has that been down? 13 years? 13, 13 years. 14 years? Yeah. All right. Oh, 13. I got a bigger story for you. Disney is cleaning up. They are cleaning the house, and they're cleaning the NBA's house, by the way. NBA Board of Governors voted to actually restart the season. Do you know that, Tim? I did hear this, but... They're going to be playing on Disney property, for all of us that uh, do not know that. Uh, just to give you a heads up. And they're going to start their season. It's going to start to be played at Disney, and I think in a variety of locations, if I'm not mistaken, on July 30th is when the season's going to start. So Disney's cleaning house. They're bringing the NBA back in, saving the NBA. Now, I'm not really, I'm not an NBA fan, but I think this is great. Why, so before I tell you how I feel about it, why do you think this is great? Because it's going to allow the American people to have a little normalcy. Is that, is that normalcy? Is that even normalcy. a word? Yes, normalcy. Yeah. To feel American again, right? To feel that everything it's going to be okay. There's a lot of crazy things going on in this world right now. And a lot of negative news that we could all turn on the, the TV and see it. This will be something where, dude, we could just kick back. But I tell you, I might start watching NBA because it's the only thing that's going to be on. Okay. So that's where I was thinking. I'm so tired of watching marbles in sand. 
or cornhole. I'm sorry, but dudes that look like me throwing bags full of beans are not athletes. Sorry, they're not athletes. They don't deserve airtime on ESPN. So I feel the same way. I'm not a huge fan of the NBA, but there is that relationship, ABC, uh, ESPN, both owned by Disney. You've got the NBA zone there at Disney Springs, so uh, it makes a little bit of sense. I I will tell you, though, what's bigger than the NBA, though, is something that affects the galaxy. And that's Oga's Cantina. I I, I wasn't done with my story yet, Tim. Oh, no, you're done. So, (laughs) update. Oh, there's an update? Okay. (laughs) Just came in. Just came in. Wow. So, I want breaking news. Breaking news just came in. Go ahead. They're going to be playing all of their games at the Worldwide Sports. Oh, okay. Thank you for that news. No, story. no problem. <laughs> Golly. Back to Oga's Cantina. More important than the NBA. They're not opening back up. They're not on the list to be opened back up. Can't sell alcohol. So you do think that that's why? I, th- I think probably because of how close everybody... You've been in there. I've been in there. Our listeners have probably you know, journeyed in there, you're smashed. Like you are, you're shoulder to shoulder in that place. It's a lively place with DJ Rex, I believe. And he's doing his jams, his little jams. And you're like, Hmm, sounds cool. The lights are going. You got people on your left, people on your right. I mean, and it's small. It's a small area. It only holds a few, you know, dozen people. And it's only a horseshoe. Right. One way in, one way out. Right. 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 So, you know, with the way they're trying to get everybody to, to move and flow and, not cross paths, right? Like the Ghostbusters. Yeah, right. You don't cross. And you're selling alcohol, so. Yeah, so it's going to uh, cut in. Yeah. That sucks, though. Really? I think so. Is it, is it a place that you go to every time you venture off it's into not. Galaxy's Edge? It's not. In fact, I've only been in there once. <laughs> okay. Because I don't drink. But here's why it sucks. Well, I don't you drink, know. and I've been there a couple times. You don't have to drink. No, no, it's, no. It's a cool right. environment. But, the ambiance is cool. Yeah, a lot of times I'm there by myself, too, though. Right. I don't really look for places. Like, I went in there to experience it so I could talk about it, but I don't go in there on a regular basis. I like to go in there and pretend I'm like Luke Skywalker or maybe kick my feet up, act like I'm Han Solo and Greedo's across the table from me. I mean, you strike me as more of a Princess Leia type, but... She did have many friends. <laughs> so... <laughs> no, but here's here's why it makes me upset. Or not upset, but sad. You know, that's another little piece of the Disney experience that's that's pulled away by this virus. Which is different. Which is a different type of experience. Right. It's, it's unique. unique. Oh, ooh. Jinx. Yeah, you owe me soda, bro. <laughs> it's, it is. It's a very unique experience. And those fans that understand Star Wars and that realm, that universe, when you enter that cantina, you know what to expect going in. You feel like you are part of that scene. Right. You feel like you're part of the universe. I agree. That's one thing that I've said for a long time that, as Disney's done some of these new things over the last four or five years, even going back to, to Pandora, Disney has an opportunity to really immerse their guests more than they have in the past. In the past, it's been a, a centralized, localized experience. You go into the Tiki Room, and it's all about the Tiki Room right there. But when you start doing Pandora, which is a land, when you have Toy Story, land, when you have Star Wars, Galaxy's Edge, the land... You open it up for all of these unique merging type of experiences where now you're in this land, you are 
able to go get something to drink at the cantina that everybody knows about. You're able to go on the Millennium Falcon. They don't do that in a lot of places. And so you're not part of that story. At least for me, I don't feel like I'm part of a story anywhere outside of some of those lands. What's cool, unintentionally, I think Disney has also put that experience. The ball is in your court. So you have ownership. You're in control. It's your choose your own adventure. Right, exactly. And, and even with the hotel, the resort they're going to build, right, it's your choose your own adventure, your story kind of bit as well. To where it really brings a whole new twist and a whole way um, mentally you're there. It's not where it's a controlled environment, a controlled environment in which you're immersed with it, but it's controlled. Here's a place where it is controlled, but you don't feel like it is because you, you get to truly interact in that environment in a way where you're choosing to do what you want. And I think it opens up opportunities to go back and live other experiences. Right. So Disney's right. very smart about that. I remember as a little kid reading the Choose Your Own Adventure books. Yeah. And one little book could have 50 stories depending on what you chose to do. I mean, you can dress up as Han Solo. You could. Sure. Go to Galaxy's Edge, go to Ogo's Cantina, sit there, throw your feet up, and act like, you know, not that I'm saying I'm going to go do that. It'd be great to see someone actually do that and someone dressed up as Greedo. By the way, Han Solo shot first. I broke it down and, you know, hit pause, play, pause, play, pause, play on Disney+. Plus. You need something to do. You see the red. <laughs> they both have red lasers coming out of their guns. Yeah. So, so you were saying. Yeah, so my Splash Mountain thought was, and, and I don't want to talk about them revamping the ride just yet. But I can't wait to see we, what they have. I'm so excited Yeah, for so it. we'll talk about that in a minute. But for a long time, I've said they have opportunities with a lot of their movies that they're not doing anything with, like Princess and the Frog. In that movie, the whole storyline is, is her needing help to open up Tiana's place. Where the hell's Tiana's place at Disney? Why, why isn't there a Tiana's place? Now, aren't we getting one in Epcot? There's a Ratatouille ride coming. I, I don't recall hearing a Tiana's place. Oh, not a ride. No, I'm not saying ride. I'm saying like a place to sit down and eat. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's not in the World Showcase. There's not a uh, you know Louisiana Bayou. Louisiana Bayou, right? But by my thought being, okay. We're going to go through all the time expense to retheme Splash Mountain. I thought we were getting a t- I thought we were getting a restaurant. See, I, I Look don't remember hearing I, that. I but you see sworn. what I'm trying to say though? They 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 build these things into their show into their movies, right? And then they don't capitalize them in, on them in the park. For years we've heard, yeah, we we've wanted to retheme Splash Mountain. Yes, there was other geopolitical things going on there, but that was a hodgepodge ride anyways, or attraction anyways. That's how it came about. But, okay, we're going to do this. Let's really do this. Let's capitalize on some sure. of these things. Because I, for one, would be there. I want to know what her beignets are like. That's why I think Indiana Jones and Jungle Book would be perfect for Animal Kingdom. I've always thought that. Why don't we have incorporate some Indiana Jones stuff? Incorporate Jungle Book. Right? I thought I read somewhere, Tim, where... They're, either they're thinking about it or it's in the works for Tiana restaurant. Am I well? Am I wrong in that? No. So they've got it on the cruise line. Okay. But they don't have it at Disney World. And so maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe. May. So maybe. And I guess that's smart on Disney's part. The more I think about it here, but 
you know, they're, they're forcing you, okay, yeah, you want Tiana's place, you got to go on the cruise. I, so I guess I get that. What is it on? Dream? Uh, you know, I don't know where that's at. Um, so one is, here I am, I'm one up in you. I think I've been there. I don't know. I don't, I don't know where it is off the top of my head. Look it I'd up. have to look it up. Look it up. I'm going to one up you here. The actor, the actor's equity association is asking for Walt Disney World to offer COVID-19 testing and consider reopening delays, just like we saw over at Disneyland. What are your thoughts on that one? And I'll tell you what I think, and I don't know if people are going to like it. <laughs> I'm just over it all. I'm just over it. I am too. And so here's my thing. Well, first off, let's talk about this. Florida is seeing highest number of cases. First, it was 6,000 one day. Then it was 8,000. Now it was 10,000. Notice how it's increased by 2,000 the last three days. Like, yeah, right. And it's it's always an even number. And it's always increased by 2,000. So, yeah, okay, I can see where the people have an argument there. All right. The governor is talking about how, you know, more people are out and about acting like nothing's going on. So there's been this spike. Where did this spike come from? It came from overnight. It wasn't a gradual thing. Like the first COVID outbreak was gradual. It was, oh, look at this map. The mountain, you're going up the mountain to all of a sudden you went up an elevator. Now, Missouri, where we are, we've been open for three weeks. Haven't seen any spikes whatsoever. I was just at a re local restaurant. It was shoulder to shoulder. Couldn't find a place to park in the parking lot. People were parking across the street. And this place probably has 100 spots. Like, it's insane. We haven't seen any spikes here. So you take that, you, you take that model, per se. So what's wrong in Florida? Why is it not working, Tim? Why is it here... We're doing the exact same thing the governor's saying not to do in Florida, or that's the problem, that's what's contributed to the spike. But here in Missouri, we've done the exact same things, and we've seen no spikes whatsoever. I don't know the answer to that. I just flew home yesterday again. <laughs> I was out and about traveling the country and visiting four, five different cities. Some of those cities were in Florida, and... Yeah. I saw the same thing. People shoulder to shoulder on a beach. People shoulder to shoulder in restaurants and shops. Is that it? I mean, my concern is We're this. doomed, Tim. I just came back from Myrtle Beach. You just came back from Florida. Two hot spots in the nation right now. You know, yeah. I, we're fine. We, we, You've been there a couple times. I, the yeah, I've been on several planes. I've right. been, yeah, I, in the last, what, three weeks. So, four weeks. One, one thing that I've read is that they're doing tests for coronavirus, not COVID-19. Coronavirus is fairly common, and there's multiple strands of it. So, of course, people are going to test positive for that. I, I don't know what's true anymore. I don't know what's not true. I just know that I'm not going to live my life scared. I'm tired of it. So here are my thoughts with the Actors uh, Equity Association. And this might be harsh, and I don't know if the listeners are going to like me for this one. If I was in charge, let's just say of any organization. I'm not even going to say Disney. And I'm losing how many millions a day, Tim? Oh, jeez. How, how much is Disney losing? I, off the top of my head, I, maybe $30 million $30 million a day. A day? I don't know. So if I had an organization that was losing $20 million a day, let's just go there. I have to get people back to work. I have to start producing and making money so my business doesn't go under. Because you can't do that forever. And you most certainly can't start, stop. Start. Stop. Can't do that. If you don't want to come to work, that's fine. Don't come to work. 
you're not going to have a job anymore. But if you want to come to work, come to work. Those that want to work, try out. Let's try out. Let's let's get you on. Let's train you. Whatever you whatever it may be. But those that don't, stay home. Those that do, go work. Plain and simple. Yeah, I think it, there's an inherent risk to getting out of bed every morning, and and I don't want to make light of of the coronavirus and what it can do and what it can't do. But I wonder if Disney is being overly cautious because they are seeing what's happening to some of the other businesses. And Universal Studios is one of these businesses that opened up. They are a competitor to Disney. and Doing extremely well, by the way, with the reopening. Everything's, yeah, everything's yeah, been flawless. Everything's flowing. And, That's and what I mean that. by that. Yeah. But they did just lay off a bunch of employees because... They don't have enough revenue coming in. They are, but at the same time, they are in a hiring frenzy right now. Have you seen the stuff all over the online? They're yeah, but is that in parks? They are hiring people like executive positions. They are hiring people like crazy. Oh, I don't qualify for those, so I don't look at them. But you know, not like you. Oh, you know what I mean? That's right. Just one up. <laughs> I'm just bro. a peon. <laughs> yeah, you like did. All, so. But I mean, so engineers, developers, training, like they're hiring like crazy. Yeah, right but think now. about this, and we've read these books, you know, about Disney and and Iger and and Eisner and all the work and stuff that that you know we've seen the documentaries. These types of places always go on a hiring frenzy, hire a bunch of people when they're getting right. ready to do a big project, and then they lay them all off. It's like NASA. NASA does a lot of people do the same thing. Yeah. So what's what's Universal getting ready to do though? They're prepping and, and getting ready to For build another park, their fourth park. Right. So, I, I can. I can but you're going to have to sustain that, that park too. Well, sure, but it's a different type of employee. The, right. the same engineer who's putting together a ride or attraction isn't going to be the one loading people into it. Two different skill sets. So, it, it's just I I don't know what's going on there with Disney. Whether or not they're just being so overly cautious because they. What is the number one thing, right? They teach everybody when first day you get hired, the number one thing, safety. safety. So change now keys. you owe me a soda. So <laughs> how can you be safe if you're not? And perception is everything. Good show, right? Yeah. So, anyways, if if it's not show ready, they're not going to bring people back in there. You canceled your vacation. I canceled mine. We know lots of people who are not going this year because. They're not going to get the value for their dollar right. out of the, what they are typically would experience. You know who's going to get my dollar? Universal. Universal's getting my dollar. Sorry, Disney. Universal is getting every cent. They're getting mine. Right. Got two trips planned down there. One yep. in a couple weeks with you and yep. then another yep. one later this year. Yep, yep, yep. So, I, you know, and I've already been once this year. So, absolutely, 100% agree. The place that's going to be open is the place everybody's going to go. Why? Because everybody's going somewhere. Nobody's staying home. Nobody's staying home. So, you know, speaking about Disney, though, and when they do reopen, one of the things that they have done is they've converted a lot of their buffets over to family meals or fam. What is it? Family style? Love family style. I, I do, too. This is something you and I have talked about for years. We wish they would have converted buffets to family style years ago. I agree 100%. I was at um, Crystal Palace a couple years ago. And a little girl dropped a plate. And all of that food on that entire buffet, even 10 feet away, you know, on the one side, okay, because it's mm-hmm. separated on two sides and they serve the same stuff on each side. But 
everything on that one side had to get yanked out. Gets pulled? Everything. And now you've got all these people in the place going to one side. And it was terrible. It was a miserable. And they rushed to try and get new stuff out. And they did a great job of, of cleaning things up and stuff. But they couldn't take the risk that there was going to be something in one of those those trays. So, yeah, we, we've said for a long time, bring it out family style. If there's something that you want, say, yeah, we want this and this and this. And then bring it out family style for you. I don't see anything wrong with that. So that's a positive change I think that they're making. Well, I th- I would I think there are, I'm going to one up you. I think there's even more positive changes too. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And do we talk about it now? Splash Mountain. Yeah, let's okay. let's let's okay. open up Pandora's box let's do it. here. Let's do it. Let me get my let me get my papers cuz I got a lot of Good because I want to draw a map out for you. Papers. Buddy. Yeah, please draw this out. Disneyland they have New Orleans Square. Okay. They also have Frontierland. Correct. Disney World, no New Orleans Square anywhere. Nope. But you have Frontierland. Yep. You have that little causeway, but that little side route into Adventureland from Frontierland. Right? Right. Where there's nothing there. Now, I know that's where the parade starts, and there's a lot of stuff back there where cast members prep. Sure. And get ready. They need room. Right. You could create, because Splash Mountain's going to have to be themed to the bayou. Correct. You could even put a restaurant there, too. That's what I was talking. Yes. Right there, even where, you know, keep, maybe keep Pecos Bill. Maybe. Put it somewhere down further, maybe, and convert that place to Blue Bayou. Or put it in the ride somehow. Somewhere. I don't know how you would shift things around. That'd be awesome. Just like Small World and Pinocchio's. Yeah. You can see into the ride. That'd be awesome. Blue Bayou, you know, Disneyland. So yep. do do a cookie cutter, but it's going to be not for Pirates of the Caribbean, but it's going to be for uh, Princess right. and the Frog Ride. Whatever they're going to name it. But also, if you're going to do that, I say Disney take it a step further. I'm going to one-up it here. You're going to one-up yourself? Yes. That, Whoa. That, ooh, I know. Mind blown. Very arrogant. Hey, all so, right, ladies and gentlemen, let's see how he does it. That stretch where the parade starts all the way up towards Adventureland, why can't that be New Orleans Square leading to whatever Splash Mountain's going to become? And that restaurant right there with Pecos Bill, make that another New Orleans-style restaurant, maybe a quick serve, and then you have your sit-down connected to whatever Splash Mountain's going to become, it'll be, and it'll be the bayou, where you can watch as the flumes come around the side after they come down the mountain, come around, that's what you're watching. Yeah, right. That'd be pretty cool. Had a good idea. Boom. They should hire me for Imagineering. They should. They should get you out of my art bunker. <laughs> no, I'd miss you too much. No, I agree. I think that that's a pretty good, oh, pretty good I, idea. You'd miss me. Five minutes. So, <laughs> just like my wife. Yeah. <laughs> so, getting back, to, let's talk about the whole retheming thing. There's so many cool opportunities, Tim. Are I you okay back. about this though? I am totally okay. Are you not okay with retheming it? I don't care. It I, is my favorite. It is my, my favorite, favorite ride. ride. Yes, and you and I, I love have the, you know, take the the historical context of the movie out of it, and I'm right. not going to touch that stuff with a ten foot pole. And correct me if I'm wrong, listeners. You're, please, you're you wrong. Send me. Let me know. Telling you right now, you're wrong. But like, my father-in-law has never been to Disney. He's never seen Song of the South. He doesn't watch Disney movies now. He, he is an athlete, and if he's not working, he is reading his scriptures, or he is out exercising. He just doesn't watch 
movies and TV. So okay? he would so pick up? He doesn't know anything about Splash Mountain. Okay. Okay. But he does know the story of Briar Fox and Briar Bear. I've heard him talk about those stories. Please don't throw me in that briar patch. Please don't so throw me in that. So is it the stereotyping? Is that the problem? So I think that because there's an association between the movie and them. And sure. again, Tom, I, I could be completely missing this. Like I said earlier, that, that whole ride was just kind of thrown together. Because of other two other failures. Correct. And it was never supposed to be Splash Mountain. Right. So to have this reaction to me it's the perception again of, of how it's being announced and how it's being portrayed and, and, and yes critters came out of retirement they were in a warehouse that's right that's right that's right paid big bucks to come out of retirement i just they were furloughed for how many years <laughs> furloughed. they never got the memo to come back right i just think that there could have been i i am happy and excited to see something like this because i love anytime disney does something new but it always comes at a cost you always end up losing something i feel and this is a beloved ride by a lot of people by some no obviously whoever had this petition going and whatnot no but if disney was thinking about doing this for a while which it sounds like they they had so now they've come out when a one up you here that they said they had this in the works for over a year do you think that's true or do you think disney it's just making that up. No, I think you never let an opportunity go to waste. And I think that they saw an opportunity here where they could... Because it happened fast. Yeah, where they could say, you know what, we're going to not cave in. I don't want to say cave in. But where we can, you know, we have a lot of people demanding that this is going to happen, needs to happen. And we're just going to say, okay, sure. So they're them. taking advantage of a situation? Yeah, I think so. Okay, to make money. Sure, because that's what Disney's about. Right. Disney wants to make money, and they don't want to alienize, what, 20, 30% of people who don't want that ride. I don't know what that so number I is. So I rewatched Princess and the Frog twice now. Did Since kinda, the announcement? Yes. So I could get a better idea of what they could, could possibly do on Splash Mountain. Okay. The opportunities are endless, Tim. Yeah, but it's, Nick, it's no different. Endless. It's no different on any other movie. And that's what I was kind of saying earlier. Like, the opportunities are endless for right. Zootopia. They're no, no, no. endless, endless for them for... not to have to do much. They don't have to do no... Now, the mountain itself, I don't know. It's New Orleans is below sea level. So how are you going to have a mountain? You know, you can't. I, I don't know how you do it. Well, it's going to be a tree maybe in a bayou. Yeah, could be. Um, I mean, I don't know. I just think that the, like, the way this... that they, they announced it, the timing of the announcement, yeah. that's what bothers me. That's what I mean, and I. Get, it was off-putting. Yeah, totally. It, it puts people like me off who have who've never seen Song of the South and don't associate it with the ride. So, right. anyways, that's how I feel about it. So the possibilities are endless. I went back and rewatched, like I was telling you, like Lewis, right? The crocodile or the alligator, whatever, playing his trumpet, doing his thing absolutely amazing he could there's so many funny things that you could do there but let me now, let, hold on hold but there's on. also a lot of about there's that, also though. a lot of stereotyping in that film that's though. what i was just gonna ask there's a ton of stereotyping and when i rewatched the film twice i said to myself well if they put princess and the frog there what are they just not going to put uh the people from the bayou in there 
because there's a great scene with Louie and the frogs, right? Where they come across stupid, they're hitting each other in the boat, right? The John boat that they're in. They're hitting each other, trying to get the frogs. And that is hilarious. That is a, that is a funny mo moment in the, in the cartoon. It had me laughing my rear off. And I'm like, that would be perfect if the, if the log could, draw, could float by that scene. But again, I'm thinking, but you're replacing one stereotype with another stereotype. Sure, but it's acceptable. Maybe because it's newer and these people weren't enslaved. I, I don't know. Right. Is that the rationale? I, I don't know, dude. I just really think that cooler heads need to prevail across the board. Across the board. And if we're going to make decisions on emotions, you know, knee-jerk decisions on emotions, and it sounds like Disney's not, at least they're saying they're not. So I they, don't trust they came Disney. Back, they came back and said, we thought about this a year ago. Yeah, Plans I don't were trust in the work them. a year ago. I do not trust Disney. Disney's out to protect Disney. We've seen it year over year over year that price increases are pricing families like mine and yours out of the market to go to Disney. I have no reason to trust them when they say that. However, okay, this has come up many times over several years. So that that's my perspective. I'm going to miss it, but thankful for YouTube so we can watch. So that's that's where I'm at. All right, so we need to get back on track. And I don't know who left off. I think I went up myself. So no, it's, it's up. You're, you're up. You're Am up. Am I up? All right. Yep, all right. you're up. The new Disney Park Pass system that we all were goo-goo-gaga about. Right. Well, some weren't even happy about it. I wasn't kind of happy for it. But the new Park Pass system, it's failed miserably. Yeah. People are trying to link their tickets, and they're not showing up after the fact in, the, in, in MDE. And then you call, and nobody can get through, and people are on hold for hours and hours. Oh, and I've hours. been trying to call this. I'm gonna one up you. I've been trying to call all week. Oh, I've been trying and to call two oh, weeks. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. I keep really. You've been on hold. No, I uh, can't I keep, stay. I keep getting like all circuits are busy. Yeah. I keep getting the please call back later, yeah. so we can help everybody out. Dude, you know what? Disney called me and told me they were busy. Oh, I got a letter from Eisner. <laughs> I got one from Chapik. <sighs> Dude, come on now. Chapik? <laughs> really? <laughs> what, is he not in charge? <laughs> not what I heard. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, not what I anyway, heard. Anyway, this new system, supposed to roll out seamlessly, has not been so seamless. And a lot of users are having trouble after linking the tickets. There's nothing there when they go back and look. It's a train wreck. If, if people is. thought we were a train wreck, they don't know Disney. Because so, it's awful. Right. No, just right now. They'll come around, though. Yeah. But, well, know. I've only got one story. And this is the story. Oh, I had two. Oh, you want to do one more, then? Oh, I got, Real quick? I got more than one story. Oh, okay. Well, I've only got one last story. Trying to one-up you. Yeah? Okay. okay. All right. Nice. I missed that. Sorry. I'm a little slow. About splash. Oh, oh, yeah. I got, yeah. This next one's going to... No, this is the story to end all stories. Whatever, dude. This is my drop mic moment. Okay. This I... is going to make Nick so happy and probably all of our other millions and millions of one listeners. Ah, oh, dude. Don't say it. Don't, don't okay. say it? Okay, say it. What is it? I don't know what you're going to say. Circus Soleil. Oh, yes. Has filed for bankruptcy. Yes. I'm okay with that. This I is the sad totally, part. I'm totally okay. But they terminated 3,480 employees. That kind of sucks. But yeah, that whole area of, of, of Disney Springs was dead anyway. <laughs> well, it's next to the NBA 
experience. Yeah. So what's going to happen there? Well, so they they were forced to shut down everything because of COVID. You know, nobody's going. And then they had new shows that were getting ready to go. Um, what was it? Dawn of Life or something at Disney Springs. Yeah. I think they were calling it. So nobody's going to see them. And so they can't generate revenue. And they were already having some financial difficulties. Where I've they just took, never like, been a fan, bro. I don't get it. I was stationed at Nellis there, you know, at Los, in Las Vegas. It came, like, it became really popular in the early 2000s when I was stationed out there. I didn't see the point of it then. I still don't see the point of it now. Even when it made its way to Disney Springs, I was like, oh, are you kidding me? Well, they've how been there this, since 99. How is this Disney? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Maybe but the th- majesty? But even, like, it'll be even better. So, side note here, NBA experience is right next to it. So, okay. that's. Um, I haven't been to. Have you been there? That, that, no. So, that's how I'm getting. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great if an NBA player walked in? Went ahead and did the experience. It was like, this is nothing like the NBA. <laughs> Since they're going to be there anyway. You know what? And Disney should capitalize on that to generate more income and revenue. They should put it in the contracts where some of the players, every day there's multiple players there, kind of just making an appearance. Yeah, but uh, so one of the biggest concerns about the NBA being there, though, is that they're going to come in contact with people who have COVID-19. COVID. And, so. and there's already been, what, 17, I think, that test, 12 or 17 that tested positive. I know it's a huge gap, but. It was over 10. Yeah. I, they're not going to send anybody into those, uh, into with the general public. All right, so chew on this. Here you go. I'm going to one up oh, you. Oh, come on now. Speaking of Disney Springs, there's a new store, a new snackery coming to Disney Springs. Oh, yeah? What is uh, it? A little snackery there. Snack, snacker. <laughs> Evergreen. <laughs> Can't even say it because I'm laughing. <laughs> You're going to love this name. <laughs> it's awesome. Okay. Everglade. <laughs> I stop laughing. I can't. Everglazed donuts. Donuts and cold brew. Yeah, Wait, Everglazed what? donuts. Okay. How how <laughs> brew and donuts? Yeah. I guess you dip it in the brew. I don't know. <laughs> but isn't that cool? Everglazed. That's a cool name. I'm sorry. I. They might be good, but they're no voodoo donut. Well, I think maybe. <laughs> Well, here's my thing. I think maybe, do you think Disney put a competitor there at Disney Springs to compete with Voodoo Donut? Oh, I'm sure. Well, I mean, I don't know. They've got they've got all, they've got more at Disney Springs than is over at City Walk, so. So I told you I was going to one-up you, right? Got two stories here. Sure. Here you go. Hit then, me with it. And then we're going to have other one-uppers, I guess. We're going to have other one-uppers? I don't know. I'm just going to one-up you to one-up you. Oh, no. Look, okay. All right. Let me let me hey, get hey, my stack hey, of papers hey, back yeah. out. Hey, hey this I just in. Pinocchio's nose just grew two two more inches. Jeez. Okay, three more inches. Three. You'd be happy at three. Okay. Six inches. Six inches, Pinocchio. That poor guy. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. Never mind. <laughs> no, I can't talk because I'm laughing. <laughs> Tramp has two ladies now. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so no good. Polygamous dog. No good. Okay. Polygamous dog. <laughs> yes, you're absolutely right. Oh my goodness! I. <laughs> you ready? Go ahead. We've talked about this for years, Tim. <laughs> Sorry, Timaru. Talked about this for. Oh, hey, this just in. Headless horseman isn't headless anymore. Oh, no. He found his head. Who put it back on? Um, that I don't know. I'm not that quick-witted. Anyway, okay. <laughs> so here's my other story. 
Be our guest restaurant. We've talked about this for years, Tim. We said it was only time. Oh, yeah. No longer quick serve. Yeah. They're taking that table service from you. Down only. Table service, I should say. Yeah. They're they're taking that table service credit from you. So no more of me dragging you to the Be Our Guest restaurant on day one. We're at Disney. And day two, we're at Disney. And day three, four, and five. Where I eat the roast beef every single day. Hallelujah. And get a Master's Cupcake. Those are delicious, though. Oh, they are. And I think at some point we need to talk to the dishes about that yeah. just to make sure that they feel the same way. I agree with you. Yeah. One day. Maybe maybe call a spoon? Yeah. I don't know. Spatula? We, we'll get our producers on that. Okay. Yeah. Who are our producers? I don't know. <laughs> the same ones who came up with our format. Oh, man. <laughs> then it's somebody different every every time we release an episode. <laughs> We fire them. They're terrible. What are your thoughts on this restaurant becoming, and I'm sure our listeners are like, this stinks, boo, boo, boo. But what are your uh, your thoughts on this? Uh, if you didn't see this coming, you're blind. I mean, they've made changes already. They switched over dinner service previously. I, I'm not surprised by this. And last time we were there, I remember sitting there talking about this same, and I don't know if you remember. We sat there and we discussed this very topic. We did, and we, we were asking ourselves, when would it be, because it's only time, yeah. that we will not be able to come to a quick service and sit down and do this? And yeah. I remember you saying it's going to be sooner rather than later. I think there's going to be a lot of changes with COVID, since we've already seen some stuff. You, like, have, your they're finger, taking it, you have your index finger and your thumb yeah. rubbing them together. What do you yeah. mean COVID? Like, co- like, like COVID. It's so co- little. COVID. So oh, tiny. Which my family on vacation deemed it Covis. I have two. Covis? Yeah, I have two nicknames for COVID. Rona. Rona. Catching the Rona. Right. And Covis. I don't get Covis, though. It just sounds funny. Covis. Is it, is it a play on something else? No. 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 Okay. Sorry. It would be funnier if it was. I can make it. No, I didn't know on. if that was like somebody's nickname or oh, something. No. Covis. Don't, don't catch the Covis. I, I, I knew a Clovis one time. That's oh, why I'm okay. asking. Yeah. If it was a, a guy named Clovis who's now being called Covis. Anyways. No, I I don't know. You don't care? No, I just sit there and think. Well, There's we, a lot of things that they're going to do that are going to... All in the name of COVID. Yeah, I wonder though. Let's, as I'm sitting here thinking about it, like, are they taking advantage of this for certain, like, to try and keep people because of crowding purposes? Like, Disney's had a problem with crowds for years. So many people going, and they've raised the prices, and they've done this, they've done, and nothing seems to to work. Right? They, the crowds are as big or bigger. They've been growing, uh, especially the last three years. Okay, and. This might be an opportunity or a way for them not to raise prices, but to well, cut I think people. It, I think it's grown the last three years only because they've been proactive in implementing more in the parks. So they created two new lands and a ride. So, of course, you're going to see higher attendance. Yeah, but neither of those are at the Magic Kingdom, and both and the Magic Kingdom numbers are, are growing. Now, Epcot numbers have dropped slightly, but they're extending... Food and, and wine, even this year. Yeah. Food and wine opens on. In well, that's a why weeks. we see. But that's that's why we have increased attendance. What? It's a hundred percent all the time, right? Like food. There's always a festival going on at Epcot, and Disney purposely plans it that way, so the crowds keep coming. Well, there's it's always it's to bring the locals in. But the, the mentality is always have a party going. Yeah, but that doesn't explain what's going on at Magic Kingdom. What with I mean, Magic Kingdom is the number one visited park in the world. Right, because it's the Magic Kingdom, dude. Right, so those numbers continue to grow. Last year, they had more dates uh, where they hit capacity than the previous year, and the previous year before the previous, you know, I mean, 
it's just it's continuously growing and they're not I don't know they haven't added it I'm trying to think oh, seven dwarfs I mean that was what 2011 12 oh it's been yeah so eight so, I mean nine new years. fantasy land that's around roughly right before yeah, then, so right 12 before 13 then. right so you have that you have Tron that's coming yeah but are people really yeah. only going to Disney once every eight nine years dude Disney is so expensive that like people like us that go every single year multiple times a year that don't live in Florida I think there's a lot of people, yes, out there in the in the in the country that do that, but we're but we're few in number. Because you know, especially you, you were down there, how many days? Yeah, like 15 times last year for like, yeah, 80 plus days. Right, and you don't even live in the state of Florida. You don't even live outside the park. Right, you're you're 16 hours away. We're few in number. I lost my track of thought, like Joe Biden. What were we talking about? <laughs> Jeez, Joe Biden. Um, no, I know what you're sleepy saying. Joe. Yeah. I don't know. I just think that people are... Oh, yeah, that's right. We're talking about park numbers going ...are going more frequently than every nine years. I mean, think about that. They, if they you had a kid and you went when that kid was four, four or five, and you, you haven't taken that kid back... It's too It's expensive. That's why people only go four or five every four or five years. Well, so you can go twice every four years to, right. to equal nine. Right. There you go. Yeah, so you've been at least twice well, no, during no, I, that same time frame. I just I just think that people are going more frequently than that. You, most of the people either love, love Disney, and so they're going to go frequently. Every couple of years, two or three years is about what most people do. Or you're going to go and you're not going to enjoy it because of the crowds or, or you hate Disney or whatever that is. And you go one time and you're done. There's way more people, I think, that love it and go to it. That's just... And I could be wrong. I, I could be wrong. So you're saying Magic Kingdom numbers are up higher than Animal Kingdom, Epcot. Not percentage-wise. Not percentage-wise. Okay. So you're saying in general... But just in general, Disney year World, over year... At Disney World. At Disney World, Magic Kingdom. Correct. Now, if we're talking about Disneyland, that's different. No, that's, what said, that's what I'm saying. They, they built two lands and a, and, and a ride. In a single park out there, but not here. So the, no. So you not have at Disney World. Well, no, in a ride. Like, so, see, so I'm I'm thinking of Flight of Passage. What were you thinking of? I'm thinking Galaxy's Edge and Toy Story oh, Land. So, right. So I'm thinking two lands and a ride. Well, I guess Pandora, three lands. Right. In the past what six years? Yeah, but two of those lands are in one park. Right. See, we're we're mixing though Disneyland, Disney World. Okay. So anyway, I think that's why we've seen an increase in attendance. I mean, you have, Disney World has no, way not, more to offer. I'm not talking about Disney World numbers, though. I'm talking about Magic Kingdom at Disney World versus Hollywood Studios. Just that part. Yes, correct. Yeah, those the attendance there is is been increasing rather rapidly over the last three years, and Disney every what I don't know how long it even goes back. At least every four year or for the past four years, they've they've increased prices. And it's a small park. Yeah, how much room do they have? Can they can they expand and do like what you're talking oh, about have, with uh, Splash? They have, they have a ton of land back there. Behind. I know a lot of it's for preservation purposes too. Well, oh, but they're doing Tron. Remember, right, they are doing Tron. Right, right. Behind the railroad track, in the very back. You know, behind New Fantasy, behind Fantasyland, right? Yeah. Behind. Um, Oh, geez. The Haunted Mansion. Sorry. 
Sure. I was thinking of Mr. Gracie, whatever. Anyway, behind there, there was a ton of land. Now, I think, though, when Disney, they do keep some in preserves. But as soon as they buy more and deem those preserves, I think they can unlock the ones that were once labeled. So their percentage but, stays the same. Right, yeah. so the percentage stays the same. So then they can build. Now, I, I don't know. As far as Magic Kingdom specifically, I would maybe, because of New Fantasyland and Seven Dwarfs, no idea. But once uh, Tron hits, and now once, you know, Tiana, Princess and the Frog, hits Splash Mountain, it's going to be insane. And that park is small. Yeah. It's already hard to get around. I mean, it's a little easier than Disneyland out in Anaheim, but it is, it is a lot of people. You know, especially there between Peter Pan and Small World. Yeah. You know, I mean, it just, people just congregate there. It, it, I don't know. I don't know how we're going to do it. So, uh, But anyways, I just want to make sure that you know, because um, we were just talking about it. What reminded me about Tron was I got an email earlier saying that I was going to be the first person that got to ride on it. So I just want to make sure you knew that, oh, that's fine. that they were going to use me to, to test it. Well, it's funny you say that because I got a phone call right, from JPEG saying I was going to be the first person to actually be the alpha test on the ride. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, man, see, that's funny because he told me when I talked to him a couple weeks back that I was also going to get to be the first person to ride the new Splash Mountain with Tiana. So we were going to do all that at the same time. I put the first golden spike into the Tron track. Well, I don't know if you know this about me or not, but years ago, I'm the one that drove the golden spike into the Great Railroad across America. Oh, really? I, that, that was me in those photos. I was a little bit thinner, and I had all my hair, but that was me. That's cool. And you're only able to do that because I laid down the framework for you to to drive that spike down on that land because I sold it. Well, but you were only able to do that because I came over on the Mayflower. Dude, I came over on the April Flower, bro. Well, my family built so- the April Flower. So, I mean, without my family, your boat would have sank. Yeah, my family cut the trees down though for the wood that your family built the mayflower my family i came over on the april flower bro my family was in the garden and we planted the apple tree that your family ate from oh really you planted that tree yeah that was me oh created the garden no but we planted that seed (laughs) that was weird Hey, this just in. Pinocchio's nose grew 10 inches. I think ours did too. Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. It jumped up a notch. It did, didn't it? Thanks for listening to today's train wreck. To contact Nick and Tim, please email them at parktales@yourstorytravel.com. Check out their Facebook group. Simply search for Park Tales. From Tim's underground art bunker in an undisclosed location, this has been another episode of the Park Tales Podcast. Podcast.